you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I have a very special guest and a treat for you. I have Becca from Becca's Book Box. Becca and I actually went to undergrad together and then we each went on to get our PhDs and follow the untraditional path of starting our own businesses and families. So we're both moms, we both have multiple businesses and we juggle a lot. So this episode actually focuses on two different things. One, literacy. Becca's specialty is in early childhood literacy, in play, in getting your child to play independently. And so if you are a mom and you are worried about your child's academics or worried about what they should know going into kindergarten, or you have a child who won't play independently, they always want to play with you you are definitely going to want to listen to this episode. But the second part is really about business, where we drop business tips. We talk about business, starting businesses, running businesses as moms. So if you have a business, which most of my listeners, I know you guys are in business in some way, shape, or form, this is going to be great for you as well. Becca and I started working together a few years ago. She came to me wanting to create online courses. She actually joined my mastermind. I worked with her very closely. She has gone through, I think, almost all of my courses. But she came to me and said, I see a gap. I want to fill it. I want to create courses and be able to reach more people, specifically parents. And so we worked together to get her courses created and off the ground so that she had another stream of income and passive income. And since then, she has really expanded her program suite. She has courses, workshops. She brought on a business partner. They wrote a book together and she has really flourished. So I am so excited for you to hear from her today. I do want to remind you of the free training that I am hosting. It's my course idea to passive profit system. It is a free live training. I'm offering it four different times this month. So you can click on the link in the show notes to sign up for a time. And I will be answering your questions there live and giving you feedback on your course idea. So we're going to be covering a lot, like how to choose the most profitable course topic, how to make sure it's going to sell, how to embed your unique vibe and story into your course so that it is uncopyable and it's different from all of the other ones out there, how to identify your ideal student, how to niche down, how to create the course, how to sell it, and so much more. So if you have been wanting to create a new stream of income, if you are like Becca and you see the possibility, then I invite you to come to my free training. And again, you can find the link in the show notes. Then I invite you to come to my free training. So now without further ado, let's dive into this interview. 
All right, we have the wonderful Becca from Becca's Book Box here, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her, especially those who are moms. So Becca, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and your businesses. So I currently live in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I have a passion for kids and reading and learning, especially at home. I have a master's in early childhood education and I taught second grade. And then I had this very serendipitous opportunity to go back and get my PhD. And I have a PhD from the University of Cincinnati in educational studies and with a focus in literacy. So I really took all of that experience. You know, I taught in the uh, middle and early childhood programs at UC for over seven years. I took all of that experience and I have spun that while being a mom of a toddler into two businesses. One is a tutoring business that serves Cincinnati and actually elsewhere um, through virtual tutoring. We tutor kids from kindergarten all the way up through high school in every subject. I have wonderful tutors that work for me in all different areas with all different backgrounds like Montessori and traditional education, math, Spanish, literacy, all kinds of things. The other business that I just launched recently that I'm so excited about is kindergarten ready through play. And it all started when I met somebody via Instagram. Her name is Sarah. Um, She's from the handle wonderfully read. We met on Instagram in six weeks. We wrote a book, launched it. It's on Amazon. It's called kindergarten ready through play. And we now have workshops for parents where you can learn all the things you can be doing with your toddler and preschooler in a really low pressure, chill way. Cause that's, we like a low stress, fun home, um, in a way that's not stressful for you, where you feel like you're spending all this time working with your child. It's what can you be doing while you're sitting at the dinner table or while you're reading a book with them or while you're rolling around on the floor playing, what things can you be doing with them to get them ready for their first school experiences? And then coming up soon, we're launching a story time, which we're also really excited about. You have so many things going on and you have your own other courses that you created. Yes, I do. So what's so cool is Becca and I met in undergrad and we both went on, we got PhDs in education. And unlike most people who just stay in academia, we went on to build our own businesses and really diversify our incomes. So I think it's so cool to show our listeners, right? That you can be amazing moms, but you can also take your education and do something out of the ordinary that really fits into your lifestyle. And only in today's day and age, could we be able to do these types of things, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So this, this episode is so great because Becca is going to talk a lot about literacy and play and kindergarten readiness. So if you're a mom, that is perfect for you. Uh, last year we talked a lot while Becca was creating her first courses and my daughter was four getting ready to go into kindergarten. And every time we would be on a business call, I'd be like, let me just ask you one question about my daughter. So you're going to learn so much, but also this is great for those of you in business looking for different ways to use your skill set to bring an income because Becca is doing all of these different amazing things. So let's dive into our first real question. What is kindergarten readiness and what does that look like? 
Okay. So like any industry, there are buzzwords, right? And kindergarten readiness is just one that has infiltrated the preschool toddler realm. And I have to talk about readiness because I don't love the word. It just makes me cringe a little bit. And here's the example I love to use, but you can think about it in any way. Some kids walk at nine months, some kids walk at 18 months or on either end of those spectrums or in the middle. Some kids cruise for a day and they're running, right? Like some kids are real ready to walk. Other kids cruise for months before they take off and walk. It's the same for kindergarten. We have to offer them the situations, the experiences, but we're not really sure when kids are ready to take off as kids in terms of growth. So think about that when you're thinking about your kindergartner or your toddler preschooler, offer them all these experiences, but don't get super hung up on a checklist of, are they ready? Is there a specific age or specific skills? We want to think about that whole child development. Are we thinking about, you know, their social emotional development? What does it look like in terms of attachment? space and time to play. Of course, academics, which is what we mostly focus on, but academics will struggle if all of these other areas aren't fostered. And the key is do not compare them to their peers. That's what stresses every mom out. Everybody develops differently. Think about it in terms of adults. Some of us are really good at certain things and not as good at other things. Every kid is the same way. They develop differently. So look at your own child and what their progress is and think about, are they, can they regulate their emotions in a way that we would want them to for a four or five-year-old? Can they, do they know some of their letters? They don't necessarily need to be reading to go into kindergarten. So thinking about some of those bigger questions is really important. I love that. Yes. Um, especially if you live in a competitive district, you know, I was freaking out because all of the moms in my neighborhood were like teaching their kids to read before it was time for kindergarten. And I was like, isn't that why we pay taxes so that the teachers could teach them how to do this? Like I'm not teaching her this. So I love that you said that it's not just about the academics and can they read? So talk to me about play. Why does play matter so much? Okay. So I'm a total nerd. I love to listen to all the research. I think it's who I am, but also the PhD. I'm sure Ashley can agree. Like you kind of get into the research and what it says. There is a really cool podcast that I love to listen to called the Huberman lab. And he had a two hour podcast on play and why play matters so much for kids and adults. Play is unlike anything else. It develops the whole child versus just focusing on academics is only teaching them academics. Whereas play They can learn academics, they learn social emotional regulation, all those things, but also it creates neuroplasticity, which they can't learn in any other situation. Their brain learns how to be flexible, how to adapt. That's how us like Ashley and I become business owners. We become flexible, creative, all those things that happens through play. There was also this crazy research study. I always talk about this 3000 kids all these things that they controlled for socioeconomic status and race and everything. And they wanted to know what do, what do kids need to know by the age of nine or what can they do that indicates if they will be a successful adult, meaning they can hold a job or, you know, they're not living with their parents. It came down to self-regulation. 
Can kids self-regulate emotions, impulse control, all those things by the age of nine or 10. So don't be thinking your, your toddler can have self-regulation skills. They don't, they have no impulse control, but play is one of the best ways kids learn self-regulation. The best way to look at this is you want your child to have uninhibited child directed play where kids create their imaginative scenarios. They you know, create what they want to do. That's the best, but some kids need to be invited into play. Some kids need to be taught how to play independently. And that's where you can hop in our workshop. Moms, you want more time? Um, Hop in our workshop, how to teach your child, how to invite your child to read and play independently. That's where we will teach you tricks and things to do with your kids that build up that independent reading and playing that is so important for neuroplasticity, for those play skills, for self-regulation. Play really matters. And in our over-busy scheduled lives, we have to create time for it. I love that. And that workshop is definitely a must, especially if you are a mom in business. If you're trying to balance everything, you cannot be the one sitting on the floor playing with your child all the time while also thinking of the million things you need to be doing. You're not even present when that's happening. So having your child be able to play independently while you can step away and do some of your work is is going to be a game changer. So definitely check out her workshop. So how do kids learn through play? So every time kids play, there are opportunities to learn creativity, resilience, curiosity, self-control, problem solving, analysis, critical thinking, self-motivation, reasoning, imaginative skills. Think about anything else that provides all of that. Kids can learn so much through play. There's also ways that you can teach kids letters if they're curious You can teach them language, speaking to them, talking to them, playing games, singing songs. Kids learn all those things best through play. There's some research that shows that when kids are taught with a worksheet or, you know, through flashcards, it can take hundreds of times, hundreds of repetition before they know it. Play, it's like 10 times or less. They know it because it's in context. It's, it's natural. Um, it's how we learn things. So there, these forms of learning, learning can't be stimulated anywhere else, not in organized sports, not in the academic classroom, not anywhere, but open-ended free play or playing with us as parents or with their peers, you know, setting up games or ways they can learn different academics. You know, you're worried as a parent, you're always stressed. Is my child, like Ashley was saying, do I need to teach my kid how to read? Every mom feels that way. Um, but we teach you in our workshops and through our book, how to feel relaxed about this time period. And if you're worried about something, oh, I can set up this play invitation and my child will learn through this experience versus through this worksheet or through this, um, flashcard. Yes. Yes. And I have your book and it is amazing because, you know, the COVID and the world shut down right as my daughter was going into preschool. So we just kept her home. I bought a curriculum offline and decided to teach her. And it was 
horrible. Like she didn't want to do any of the worksheets. She didn't want to do the flashcards. It was torture, but you sent me your book and we started to implement. I had to. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so fun. It, It also makes memories where I'm not fighting with her and she's just sitting in the chair it was actually fun. And then I have a three-year-old and he would get involved. So he's learning too. So it's great for the whole family. Oh, that makes Um, me so happy. I'm going to link Becca's book workshops, all of the things that we're mentioning, they're going to be in the show notes. So if you are interested in any, any of these things, the links will be available to you. So what should parents be doing at home? So when I was thinking about this, you know, I like to put should in you know, in quotations, because I feel like there's so much that parents should be doing. Um, So I like to keep it simple for you. And these are like goals, but if they don't happen every day, it's fine. So lots of play research has shown it's consolidated periods of play more than 45 minutes. So try not to overschedule your little one, provide time where they can play. Oh my gosh. You're thinking, my kids will not play for that long, right? It's like, they're just going to pester me that whole time. You have to teach them those skills, those play skills. It takes a little patience, takes a little building up of stamina, but I will show you the ways where they can play for a long period of time where they get into their play and not into you. Um, Read to and with your child. I can't harp on this enough. I know it can feel like a lot sometimes, but sneak ways in. It doesn't have to be a bedtime. It doesn't have to be like those cute little pictures of parents reading with their kids. It can be at the messy breakfast table. It can be putting on an audiobook in the car. So your kids aren't yelling at you. It can be, you know, there's lots of sneaky ways to sneak in a little bit of reading. It matters. Talk with your child you know, talk with them often. That's where they learn all that language, expressive language, um, receptive language, listening to you, communicating with you, and then stay driven toward instilling a love of learning and reading. It can be easy to give out. My child doesn't like reading. All kids go through phases. They go through temper tantrum phases. They go through soccer phases. They go through truck phases, whatever. They also go through phases where they don't like reading. Don't give up. Keep reading to them keep books coming in the home. Um, and again, we touch on all, we teach all of this in our workshops, um, where we make it super easy for you, where you'll feel like, oh, wow, I have more time instead of more to do. Absolutely. Um, and you told me that you gave me a stat one time about the number of books in a house mm-hmm. related to in- intelligence. What, what is it? Grades? So kids who are read to before the age of two regularly, meaning three to five times a week or more, their um, comprehension, their vocabulary, their critical thinking skills are all higher. The number of books in the home matters twice as much as the father's education level. Um, And research has shown that the more books that come through a home, so, you know, rotating books from the library or trading with a friend that can increase kids love of reading. So often kids don't love reading because there's not anything new or exciting to get into. And that can feel expensive, but there are cheap and free ways to do it too. So it really matters. Absolutely. Yeah. The library, I go to Goodwill for all of our books um, because they're like 50 cents. So we, I hit Goodwill up every quarter and try to get 
the seasonal books, the holiday books, and it's really fun to go on that little search. Yeah. I know people find steals on like Facebook marketplace. Um, kidsbooks.com is like a thrift book online. I mean, you can get books so inexpensively, um, you know, but the library is awesome too. So now what can you do if you need help with all of this? need help with all of this, you come to us. <laughs> we will help with all of this. Um, and like I said, we will make you feel like, okay, that 30 ish minute workshop and you know, what we give you with the workshop was so worth my time because now it's going to create more time for we. We're going to, we're going to teach you how to create time for yourself while also teaching your kids these skills that they need. And our workshops don't just apply to preschool and toddlers. They can apply to up through first and second grade. We teach you, you know, how to select the right books. If your kid hates reading, how to invite them into independent uh, um, reading and play all those really good things. We teach you how to do it. So come to us. You can find me at beccasbookbox.com or kreadythroughplay.com. Um, those are my two businesses. And those are the same handles you can find me on Instagram. I love that. And if you don't follow Becca's book box, you need to, I will put her handle in the show notes. She provides so many great free activities, ideas, invitations to play things that you have in your house already that you're like, Oh my gosh, I could totally do that. I never even thought of that. And I always say, you know, I'm not a Pinterest mom. I'm an Amazon prime mom, but Becca makes it super simple. So that you don't feel like a failure of a mom. I'm not a Pinterest mom. I may have created this book with a friend. We are not Pinterest moms. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Becca and I are both busy. She has two businesses. Her husband works, you know, so if we can do this, you can do this. So Becca has taught me so much, has really talked me off the ledge. And that's why I, Thank you. <laughs> I have to bring her on here so that moms feel better about themselves. You know, my husband was saying, you know, when I went to kindergarten, all we did was draw and sing and sleep. You know, now they're doing equations and reading and it's just crazy. And going into kindergarten, people are so competitive. So if you live in a competitive neighborhood, like I do, you know, don't worry, your kids will be fine. Just follow Becca's advice, get her book get her workshops, and you will have an amazing child and memorable experiences with your child that are actually fun and not torturous. Because Thank I you so things. much. I bought a different book off Amazon, like how to teach your kid to read. And we couldn't even get through the first page. Oh, I'm not kidding you. It was terrible. So don't do that. Buy Becca's book instead or attend her workshop. She has tons of free resources and all different kinds of stuff. Um, and do you have any business advice out for the moms out there listening, Becca? Since you have two businesses. You know, I just followed my heart. Honestly, I thought when I was getting my PhD that I was going to teach at the university level forever. And my heart is with kids. And then as I had my own son who just turned three, my heart is with busy moms who want the best for their kids. And there isn't much out there for moms that makes moms feel better about themselves. Um, and while also doing the right things for their kids, it's like, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And we wanted to create something like that. And so it's, it's just following what your passion is 
and then letting yourself off the hook sometimes. Cause my business partner has little kids too. And you know, her daughter's sick today. And I'm like, then don't do anything. Cuddle her. You know, that's the perk of running your own business. And so when the going gets tough, focus on those perks. Cause there are a lot of them. And I'm so grateful for that aspect of it. Yes, absolutely. And look for the holes in the gaps. Cause I remember when we first talked, Becca, you said, you know, there's not much out there for parents. Everything's directed at teachers. I think there's, there's really a, a need for what I want to put out there. And there absolutely is. So look for those gaps, follow your heart. And then one more thing, you have to seek out people like Ashley, um, make those business connections because that is what gets you over the hump. I've created such wonderful friendships that I'm so grateful for, but then you, you feel like business is so fun because you're in it with really great people. So really focus on those relationships with people who are in it with you. It's the best. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Becca, for being here, for sharing your wisdom and tips with us, for talking us all off the ledge. I will put where to find Becca in the show notes. Please follow her on Instagram, check out all of her offerings and come back for our next episode. Thank you, Becca. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye.